Welcome to MPT Podcast. This is Pastor Tim Wilbanks. We pray that this Word of God will bless your life and ministry increase God's blessing upon you. Mark 5, Mark 5, Mark 5. In the Word of the Lord today, I'm excited about this year. I'm excited about what God done in 2023, but I'm excited about what He's going to do next year. Amen. Mark 5 and 1, if you will. And they came over unto the other side of the sea, into the country of the Gadareans. The Bible said, and when he was come out of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tombs. A man with an unclean spirit who had his, had his dwellings, had his dwellings among the tombs. And no man could bind him, no, not with chains. But because he had often bound with feathers and chains, and the chains had been plucked asunder by him, and the feathers broken in pieces, neither could any, any man tame him. And always night and day he was in the mountains and the tombs, crying and cutting himself with stones. But when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him and cried with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, the Son of the Most High God? I adjourn thee by God that thou torment me not. Oh, for he said in him, come out of the man, the unclean spirit, the unclean spirit. He asked him, what is thy name? He answered saying, oh, my name is Legion, for we are, we are very many, we are many. But I want to go to verse 15, if you will, saying of God, listen to this verse. And they come to Jesus and he see him that was, he was possessed with the devil and had the Legion sitting and clothed in his right mind. And they were afraid. I want to preach this day, starting in just a few hours, a new year. Here's my title to you today from God. The power of a new beginning is me. I said the power of a new beginning is me. Power of a new beginning. Let's give God a praise offering in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, God, I worship you, I worship you, I worship you, I worship you. Let's pray. Father, we love you today. Thank you, God, for your mercy and your grace. Thank you for the blood that covers a multitude of sin. Thank you for these great people that are here today, Lord, and you know everybody's need and everybody's life. I'm asking God as the seed is sown in the hearts, the blood will cover it and manifest the word in their life. Give strength to these great people and give direction and path and give help to those who have shed tears and prayed many hours for an answer, Father. We love you. We praise you for all you're going to do and all you've done. Jesus, in your holy, holy name, can you shout amen, amen. 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 You can be seated. In just a few hours, this year will be behind us. And a new year will arrive. We all know that as years and months pass, saints of God, we're all getting older and not younger. Some of us are listening. Let me say it again. We're all getting older and not younger. And time is becoming less and to, to be in our lives each day as it passes. Somehow, but some in this room have allowed circumstances and battles and affliction and sickness to put, in the, put them in a place that they're still in right now. <clears throat> and there's a, they're in their life right now. In their life, it controls to where they are. It's holding them there. You may feel, saint of God, this is where I will live and this is where I will die. 
It will hold me until I am gone. But you see, each, each of you sitting here today, everybody say each of us. Each of us, each of you need to remember that you, saint of God, you, you have the ability and the power in you to come out of any place in life of adversity, of battle, of circumstances again. You have the power to come out. Whether it is a spiritual place, a physical place, or a financial place, you have the ability to come out. Can I tell you something? Over the years, we have learned, we have, we have caused a habit, we have caused a, a, a wrong mentality in church where we preach messages of faith, and all you do is sit there and say, boy, that was a good message he preached, or that was a good sermon he preached. Then you walk out the door and never change your life. God is trying to tell this body of people it's time to quit being listeners and doers of the word of God. Nobody is going to make your year but you are. You're going to make your year. I don't know about you, but how many feels in your spirit, whatever it takes, I'm hungry to make my year a better year. I'm ready to come out of what I'm in. I'm ready to see a change in my home, my life, my spiritual walk, my financial life. Come on, anybody in the house ready for this year to be your dominant year and whatever I got to do, I'm coming out. Somebody shout, I'm coming out. Nobody can change where you are but you right now. Whoa, you have to, how you have, oh, hear me in the Holy Ghost. Say, I have it. You have the ability and you got the power to come out. Nobody is holding you where you are but you. You can change the course of your life for the new year. You are filled, you hear me now, you're filled with the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead. Say, I'm filled with power. You understand that same spirit that was in Christ that resurrected, that raised that dead body from the grave that walked out of that tomb, that same spirit that raised him spiritually and physically from the dead dwells in you right now and it's called the Holy Ghost. And I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. No devil, no devil can stop you from accomplishing anything in your life that you desire today. So why keep setting like you are and saying I can have more because if God be for me, who, who can be against me? Somebody shout I can have it. Shout I can have it. Shout I can have it. Somebody ought to rear back, jump up, shout the devil's face, it's mine. You will not know all God has for you if you stay in the cave hiding. You hear me? God anointed David with five stones and a sling to take down a giant. That's, that same anointing is in you, saint of God. You're anointed to take down giants. Wake up. Hey, pay attention. 
Only reason you may not like this church from now on because I'm pushing you out of your comfort zone of saying that you got to die there. You ain't going to have to die there. I'm going to push you out of your comfort zone which is telling you that you're going to die with that habit. You can't overcome that habit. That's a lie from hell. i got to give you a revelation. You ready for this? I don't know if you're ready for what I'm fixing to say. But the other night, my wife and I, Brother Davis and Tanya, having a conversation. Tanya, having a conversation. The Bible said that the devil is the father of all lies. I disagree with that. You know who the father of all lies is? Ourselves. You lie to yourself more than the devil does. Yeah, you do. You lie to yourself. When even God asks you, to be honest, you say, I'm okay. You're quiet right now. You lied to yourself, and the reason you're where you are right now is because you continue to tell yourself, I'll be all right. I'll make it to heaven anyway. Even God's trying to tell you to change, and you're telling yourself, oh, I'll make it to heaven. I'll be all right. You're lying to yourself. You're deceiving your own self. Come on, church. It ain't the devil's. The devil ain't your problem. It's us that is our problem. But there's something in the Holy Ghost that's stirring some of you up, and God is speaking to you and said, I ain't got to die here. I don't have to stay like this. Come on. I ain't got to stay like this. I ain't got to be like this. Come on. Somebody's got to get the mentality today that I'm coming out of this life. Church don't change you, sweetheart. You change yourself. Ooh, I feel it now. You're anointed to take down the giant that's trying to bully you, saint of God, into staying in the caves and behind rocks. You will not know all that God has for you if you stay there. It's time, somebody shout, it's time to work and to fight to come out. You're not going to come out if you don't work. And you're not going to come out if you don't fight. I made my mind up. I'm making some changes whether you like it or don't like it. If it improves my life and makes it better, I'm going to do it. I'm here to tell somebody in the Holy Ghost today, you listen, God has more for you, precious saints. In 1 Corinthians 2, in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, listen to what he says. But it is written, somebody shout, it is written. Eyes have not seen, nor ears heard, neither entered the heart of man. The things which God had prepared for them that love him. Somebody ought to realize you ain't seen it all yet God has for you. Can I tell you? You ain't seen that new car yet. You ain't seen that new house yet. You ain't seen that new job yet. You ain't seen that new victory yet. But God has it for you. How many is willing to bow up and say, I know it might be a dog fight, but I got to get to fighting because I know God... I'm talking about you got to say whatever fight it takes, I'm going to get more for me because God has more for me and I'm not going to sit here and die in this cave. I realized this. I told my wife, talked to my committee about this. 
And some of my people got so bullheaded. You're so strong-willed. Ain't nobody going to tell you nothing else. You're going to die like that because your mama and your daddy, I'm sick and tired of hearing that. My daddy and mama did great. They brought me where I'm at. There's more for me. I got, I got, I got to tell something. I'm going to warn you. Some of you, your life is limited because of you. All you poor, I told my wife of the day, my grandkids are getting older. As they get older, they get friends outside the family. They're not going to love you, Papa and Mama, like they're loving on you right now. They're going to love you, but their interest ain't in you right now. Am I right? Some of you don't like hearing this, but you really need to hear this. So all of your investment is in them grandkids. I realize that my grandboys are getting older. They don't like me like they used to. They love me, but they don't, they don't want to do things like they did with me. So you then all of your energy that's sowed into them, when, when they get older, you feel like, oh, my world's falling apart. I felt that. God's been teaching me some things. But I realize that some of you are going to die lonely if you don't, when you leave church. Come here, boys. Y'all stand right over there. This is how some of you act. Y'all stand right there. Oh, y'all kind of get in a circle like you do. Y'all ain't like you talk. Oh, my God. Get in a circle. Boys talk like you, like you talk. This is how some, oh, I want that church. They're not friendly to me. How can they be friendly to you when you walk all the way around the circle and avoid them? When you get here late, you leave early, and you get home and whine and suck on your bottle and your taxi. Nobody's my friend. What? Problem is you, honey. Problem is your, your problem. You don't get involved. If you want to get involved, you walk up in the crowd. How you doing, boys? God bless you, Brother Carson. That's an awesome dude to know right there. Brother Jake's an awesome dude. Every one of these boys are offering awesome people. You got to know them. So you got to break out of the circle that you've been in all the time. If you want life to improve, you got to improve the way you've been living. I'm coming to you. Don't be, don't be wanting me. I better hold myself. Yeah, you want all that petty and pining, whining, crying stuff. If you want to grow, you got to bust out of the circle. Come on. You get up in the morning, you drink a cup of coffee, glass of water, Coca-Cola, Sprite, root beer, Dr. Pepper, Jesus, grapefruit, orange juice. Get on the phone, iPad, do all you want to do. You got a routine. You come to church, you got a routine. You come in at the same time, sit down the same pew, move the same movement you did the week before, get up, leave the same time, same way, same path. And your prayers are, help me God change. God can't help you change until you change where you're at. I'm here to tell you, is there anybody in the house ready for your world? To break loose and to break out. Is anybody ready to conquer that spiritual giant that's been haunting you, fighting you, trying to destroy it? I'm waiting. Is anybody ready to overcome that habit, that spirit, that affliction, that battle? I feel in the Holy Ghost, God's giving somebody an open door to see a miracle in your life. So don't give me none of that stuff. 
This church is friendly. You don't make yourself friendly. Hear me. It's not the year that determines your victory or, or prosperity. It is you whether you decide to come out of that place that's been holding you. How many in the last week or so has been meditating on this coming year? Anybody? There's 18 of us. Rest of you, you've been, I guess, turkey dead. You've eaten so much turkey. So you ain't worried about next year. You ain't thinking about getting better next year. I am. You hear me now? And if you're a deadhead, I'm going to irritate you. Because I'm not sitting around when there's more for me. Brother Eddie, the Holy Ghost spoke to me the other day in a deer stand. And the Lord opened my mind as I was praying. And the Lord said this, it's like the children of Israel. I lead them to the promised land. I give them the opportunity to get more and obtain more. But the problem is they're afraid of the fight. The problem is God's brought you to the place that you obtain more, but you're afraid of the fight. You're afraid of what you got to get rid of spiritually, and you're afraid of what you got to get rid of physically. You got to get. You're afraid of what you got to change in your life because you know your fight ain't the devil. Your fight is your self will. I'm here to tell you: if God's got more for us, let's go get it. How many is ready to go get it? How many is ready to go get that blessing? How many is ready to go conquer that mountain? How many is ready to see a better home, a better life, a better future, have a better walk with God? Anybody in the house hungry, hungry, hungry for a better future? Praise him. Somebody edify him. I tell you, I'll tell you, Coming out of that place is, is where you're going to have a better life. It's going to be a dog fight. Say a dog fight. Matthew 25, a parable of the ten virgins. Man, this is the opposite. Have ever preached on this? The ten virgins, hear me. All ten of them was instructed how to live for the bridegroom to come. They were given the same instructions. You hear me? All of them was given the same instructions, told what they had to do to be prepared to meet the groom. But some wants to go to a new life. But the problem is they don't want to take instructions. They don't want to be told, you're so bullheaded. Can you not look, you know, your worst, your worst image yourself. You need somebody to be looking in your house, in your life, say, what, 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 but see, some of us can't handle that. But I'm here to tell you now, whatever God it make me grow and make me to prosper, I want to know. There's eight amens. I want to know. Why? Because God promised me there's more for me. Can I tell you, you got more blessings waiting on you than you can even imagine. You got more prosperity. You got more things coming than you can even imagine. And if I was you, I would sit on my backside today. I'd say, I'm coming for you. 2024, I may have to fight. I may have to battle. I may have to struggle, but I'm coming for it. 
They know it all, can't help them. Some know, no matter what you do, you, you're not going to move them. There were five that took instruction and received what it took to meet the bridegroom. They worked every day. Somebody shout every day. You know you got to work to get out of where you're at. It ain't going to come easy. It's a fight. It's a fight to change any spirit that you had so long. It's a fight to change any habit. But can I tell you, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You have what it takes. Some of you need to change your routine and you'll change your path. Wait a minute, some of you are napping. Some of you are taking a nap. Let me say it again. You gotta change your, your routine and you'll change your path. If you don't want to keep going where you're going, you got to change your routine and it'll change your path. I don't know about you, but I got to pray more. I got to read God's word more. I got to fast more. I got to seek him more. I got to change my routine because I know, my God, I feel it. There's more for me. If you know there's more for you, you'll declare it this morning. It's mine. I'm waiting on you. It's mine. It's mine. It's shout. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine. You hear me now? They worked every day to get to that place. Say every day. They had to work to keep their life ready to receive the reward. They had to keep putting oil in, Brother Joel. They had to keep trimming the, the, the wick. They had to do it every day. Guess what? Some people get only inspired by moments. I inspired them to read a book. Oh, I read a book. And two months later, have you read another one? Nope. They get inspired to change for a moment. Are you still doing it? Nope. But see, they have a change. And to be prepared for the reward, they had to get up every day, fill the oil, trim the wick, fill the oil, trim the wick, fill the oil, fill the oil. Trim the wick. Fill the awe. Come on. Trim the wick. But we have spoiled people in churches where preach it, name it, and claim it. Ain't nowhere in the Bible that's it. Name it and claim it. Uh-uh. Let me tell you, faith without works is dead. If you want the glory to fall, quit sitting there. I wish the Holy Ghost would fall in that church. I wish I'd see you worship. I would, man, that, that church is dead. The only thing's dead is your pew. The church is alive and the church is well with those who worship him and praise him. Miracles and signs and wonders are happening to those who seek it. It's still it still happens. It still comes. It still works. Somebody ought to resurrect your pew and magnify God with somebody praise. Here, God, come on, you want to change? You got to go after it. You, my God, 
God's no respect of a person. He'll pour it on you. He'll give it to you. Quit sitting there. It's your choice. You'll get a reward from the pain you're going through. You're not going to grow without pain. I would, I would do more, but it hurts. To be sensible. One thing I love about my son, if you get with him, he works around your pain. You try him, he's a smart boy. He works around your pain. You hear me? The problem with a bunch of you folks, I'm talking this church and nobody else. The problem is you don't like to be told. No, you don't. You're, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. The Holy Ghost spoke to me. You know what our dominating spirit in the Pentecost church, Holy Ghost church, church? Witchcraft. Stubbornness. The Lord spoke it to me. Our dominant force in the church is witchcraft. And it's on some people. It is controlled by witchcraft. Stubbornness. I ain't going to be told. You're going to tell me what to do. You're not going to tell me how to grow. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to do it my way. I have two men in my life I'm accountable to. Brother T.L. Smith and Brother Sam Emery. And they questioned me, but the bishop said, have you been praying? Yes, sir. Have you been fasting? Whoa, I need to fast more. I'm sorry. No, I haven't. I, I, I start making excuses. What's your excuse? Why are you making excuses? And I tell them, why do I'm accountable to somebody? Because I want to grow. I see things, Brother Patterson, that I could have. It's mine, but I got to fight for it, and I got to work for it. Come on. Somebody shout work. Mark 5 said, shout this with me. It's my choice. Jesus arrives on the other side of the sea at a place called Galilee. Just get this, church. I looked up Galilee. You know what Galilee means? It's a place where life is changed by choice. Jesus rises at Galilee at a place where life is changed by choice. Guess what? You're at Galilee today. You're at Galilee. I say this in, 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 in respect. I say it carefully. The Holy Ghost can outwork marijuana and drugs and pills and alcohol. See, that's where the spirit of witchcraft comes in. I'm on something, you know I am. Whew. I don't know if I won't go to that church. He reveals too much. It ain't me, it's the Holy Ghost. But I'm here to tell you, every soul in this building, there's greater riches spiritually in life for you than you've ever put your hand on, you ever heard, you ever felt, that is yours. It's yours. Somebody shout, it's mine. 
can I tell you something? I don't care. I don't care. Oh, here. I don't care if it's your age, your, 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 your poverty. I don't care what. It don't determine that. It determines how bad you want it, how bad you want to fight for it. Oh, hear this in the Holy Ghost. I hear this junk all the time. Well, I, I got too old for it. Well, you don't even know your Bible. Lord, hit me with this. The Bible said Caleb was 85 years old. God stopped the age when the flood came from living to 969. He dropped it down to 120. So when he said he was, I studied, when he was 85 years old, he was literally 85 years old. Really? Yeah, 85 years old. Age don't determine your victory. It's your hunger. Caleb said, I want my mountain. Precious saints of God, don't you let the devil make you believe your age, your poverty, where you're at. Don't you do it. Don't you do it. Somebody needs to shout, it's mine. Shout, it's mine. Somebody praise him. I feel a breakthrough coming. I feel a breakthrough coming. I feel a breakthrough coming. Come on, I feel a breakthrough coming. My God, anybody feel what I feel? You may be living in a place of procrastination. God couldn't build a church off some people. Procrastinate, put off, put off. You, you can you give me all, I got, I got an answer for excuse. I got an answer for everybody's excuse. You got to break out of your cycle. You see, you may be living in a place where procrastination, weak knowledge, poor poverty, addiction, inhabit spiritual bondage of a spirit may be. But this spirit, this spirit that you're living in calls you to roam. Hear me what I'm going to say. It calls this man to go to other places that he made his, his spirit feel at home. Did you hear me? This spirit led him to other places that made him feel at home. It is the spirit and habit that's causing you only to roam in life to places, people that feed your spirit. I don't understand. Why do you want to hang around? And I say people that are lost. They're sinners. They're lost in darkness. They live in a thug life. Smoke dope, do all crowd, drink. All, that's all you're attracted to. That's all you, you're like a, a, a chameleon lizard. When you get among them, you want to look like them, smell like them, and act like them. That don't benefit you nothing but a thug life. You hear me now. You listen to me now. Shout this with me in the Holy Ghost, and I'm fixing to hit it. Shout it with me. Say it's better on the outside. I got to break out. I feel in the Holy Ghost there's going to be some jailhouse breaks today. 
There's going to be some that are going to declare, I'm coming out of this life. I'm going to change my spirit. I'm going to change my way. I'm coming out of it. I'm going to change it. The Holy Ghost is going to help me. Come on. Shout, it's a fight. But I'll win. Do you, do you hear me? Jesus is here right now. This man makes a decision. Somebody shout, he makes a decision. At Gallery, oh, this place, I'm not living. You got to make a decision. Follow me, wake up. You got to make a decision. I'm going to change the way I am. You need to tell yourself, I will not listen to the lies anymore that tell me I'm too weak, I'm too old, I'm too poor, and I'm too far gone. Do you hear me, Brother Jim? I know this don't interest some of you, but whoop de do. I showed my wife a video of the day of an 80-year-old man bodybuilder. And she said, I said, look at this. You wouldn't believe what she did you by. She said, What? You're not going to sit and tell me, which I know better. Because I don't Google and stay on stupid stuff. If it's stupid stuff, I'm not feeding my spirit stupid stuff. I'm going to feed myself knowledgeable stuff. I seen little knocks the other day, my little grand boy. That dude was talking like an adult. Got him some Tonka toys. He was playing. He said, now, Papa, if this truck tears up, he's how old is he? he? He's three and a half. This is what he says. Now, Papa, this is how he talks. If my truck tears up, I take him to a repair shop to get fixed. How does a three and a half year old, and he said that all he does is listen and watch YouTube channels of learning. So that tells me he ain't watching SpongeBob. And candy smash like some of you in the church with Holy Ghost, Hallelujah! Oh, this is one today. Some of you ain't getting tongue arthritis talking; you getting thumb arthritis. I'm glad I took my medicine this morning. Even though you have been living in that life, listen to me. It may seem it controls you. But saint of God, what you feel is the spirit of that place. The spirit of that place cannot hold you. If you make a decision to leave, you can leave. Is it going to be easy? No. It's going to be a dog fight. When the kingdom of heaven suffered violence, let the violent take it by force. Come on, saint of God. Anybody ready to fight and take what's yours? Is anybody rise to your life and say, if I got to pray more, if I got to fast, if I got to read, if I got to seek, I'm going to do it because I know God has more for me.
spirit, a place cannot hold you. It's your choice to live your dream or to live your fears. Are you hearing me? It's your choice. I know there's Hollywood. Hurry up. Next year, hurry up. Come. What is, what's the fear that's holding you, saints? The path won't be easy. It's not what the fear, it's not what is the fear of knowing if you leave that place you have. It's the pain you're fearing you're going to have to deal with. You need to shout with me, I'm ready. Now, how many honestly in this room, honestly, you be, be, don't lie, don't be the father of lies to yourself. But how many is ready in this room? Pastor, I'm ready. I really, I really am ready. I'm ready to get out of this cave. I'm ready, I'm ready of a change. Anybody, come on, I'm ready. Brother Eddie, I feel a hunger every time I pray. I feel it so strong, Brother Eddie. I feel it coming from some of your prayers. That's what bothers me. Because you're praying, it, 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 I feel your prayers. And I feel it, you're, you're pulling on me, pulling in the spirit. You're ready. I'm ready, Pastor. But see, in the last several weeks, I've been showing you the path to go. But the choice is, I can't make you walk that path. I show you the path, and you've got to get up and say, let's go. Come on. Come on, if you want church to better you, you gotta better the church. You gotta worship when it's time to worship. You gotta pray when it's time to pray. And you gotta give when it's time to give. Somebody shout, it's mine. It's mine. You hear me now? Don't you get started if you think it's an easy path. This man seen his chance to get out. He knew I'm a mess and I need Jesus. How many knows I'm a mess and I need Jesus? You listen to me. John 15 and 16 said, God chose you. Saying of God, can I tell you something? He chose you. You understand you're a chosen vessel. You are somebody. You're special today. You're here. God loves you. Can I tell you something? You're not going to reach it the first time. You're not going to reach it the second time. And so many of you get so easy to get distracted. Insert, your mind starts wandering off. And everything God needs to tell you, he's speaking, but you let your mind guard and lead your life. I'm looking at some right now. They're like, you see, putting, putting it off over and over again. Because of pain. It's time to start. Sister Wings come. Even after Jesus cast the demon out of the man. Hear me. Everybody listen to me. You ready? Listen. Everybody wake up. After Jesus cast the demons out of the man. You ready? He freed the man from his sins. But he didn't change him. I'll prove it. See, all of you think when Jesus frees you, he's going to pick you up, make you do things, and going to do. No, 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 no. This man had to clean his own life up. So get ready. Now, if advantages come and preach some of that other stuff, I'll correct him in the office. You don't think I will? No, I'm going to hold it right there, Jack. This stuff about you going to preach, 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 you got to have a process. After you choose to come out to help, with Jesus to help you, it's in our own ability 
that's got to go to work. See, I got to go to work. I'm not asking going to use you. Now, if you want friends, instead of going that way, which way should you go to make friends? Go shake hands with them. Everybody loves Maldacy. Come on. You changed the course. Can I tell you something? Brother David is a phenomenal Bible teacher. Why don't you quit sleeping an extra hour and come to Bible study? See, that's like going to school. You're getting some special ed teaching. I don't know what your concept is. My concept about church is I need all I can get. Now you hear me, hear me in the Holy Ghost. You listen when I'm fixing to tell you. You listen now. Nobody can change your life but you. Hear me now. You've got to get to work to have a different year. The year don't determine what comes in your life. You do. Shout, get to work. Shout, get to fight. Come out of the place today and fight for it. You got to pray until it's clean. You got to fast until it's gone. You got to give until it changes. You got to worship until it breaks loose. You got to study until you learn. I will walk until I change. I will discipline until health is right. I will fight and defeat that spirit till victory comes. I will listen and I will apply the lesson. I will clean my life. You ready? Jesus is at your gallery. He's waiting on you. Procrastination. Some of you run late if Jesus gives you five hours notice. If you're leadership, you better break it. My dad killed me, brother. I used to, when I was a young teenager, I went to work with him. My God, he'd get up at three o'clock in the morning, go to work. Wouldn't start to work to five, but Get up at three, go to work. I said, Dad, why are we here an hour and a half later? I want to show my boss I love my job. I said, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm showing him I love my job when I'm here 10 minutes early. But my dad would go and just go around and do extra stuff. I went with him. And I watched those men would come to him and ask him everything all over the factory. They depended on him, depended on his knowledge, knew he cared. Gave him raises, bonuses all the time. He taught me something. When I do what I'm doing, I, I, I give it all. I mean, I dig, I give it all. You ain't got no, you got no hireling up here, folks. I don't preach what you tell me. And I don't preach what you pay me to give you. Preach what thus saith the Lord. Amen. 
Procrastination, weak knowledge, poor prosperity, addiction and habits, spiritual bondage, physical affliction. If God be for you, who can be against you? He's waiting on you to make the choice. He's waiting on you, saint of God. Now you listen to me right now in closing. When the man, let me ask you something. When God delivered the man from the spirit, did Jesus take him and give him a bath? He went to the gym and got a bath. Did Jesus go put his clothes on him? He put his own clothes on. So if he had to change the routine that he'd been in himself. Now I want to throw something at you now. The Bible said God delivered him from the demons, but the man still had a mind warfare. What blows my mind of the day when I read it is he was in his right mind. That tells me, because I see it, he grabbed the hold of him and said, Whoa! I ain't going back there. Nobody is going to change you but you. Nobody's going to get you out of that place but you. You got to break, you got to break that cycle. You got to break that routine. Come on, folks. You know God's helping you. You know he's helping you. I know you can come out. I know you can change. There's more for you than you've ever touched, ever seen. There's some of you, if you saw what God had for you, you'd tear this place apart. But your problem is, you're thinking, you mean God has that for me? Yes, he does. He has it for you, Sister Rebecca. He has it for you, Brother. He has it for you, Sister Sherry. But you got to be willing to break some things. You're going to live in those same old house, same old look, the same old way. I'm a, I'm a, ba- I'm a person who, who looks at fashion. I'm looking not in the world. I, they, they're not my, my idols. But I represent this church. I represent the kingdom of God. And I'm very careful. I want to give an image that when you say, hey, this is my pastor, I'm, I'm proud to say he's my pastor. And I say this with with very respect and humility, and I say it carefully, and I want to say it to where it won't won't bring no reproach or hurt anybody's feelings. But when I preach faith, I don't want you to look up at me behind the pulpit and say, well, he needs to know what discipline is. I get sick through the years hearing preachers up there preaching on the temple, and I look at them and say, well, you ain't taking care of yours. They didn't impress me. That bothered me about bother you. Well, it was a great word of God. Yeah, that's all you say. That was a great word of God. I'm tired of just hearing preaching. God's ready for the process to be followed. <laughs> Brother Atkins, I can tell you, Elder. There's more for you. Pastor, I can't see it. I know you got to fight for it.
there's some of your afflictions can be overcome. Just darling, you can come out of it. Brother Jim, you hear me now. You got to be willing to be told, coached, and guided. You can't come out of it. You hear me, my brother? You can. You can, Brother Patterson. Life ain't over. 85, give me my mountain. Read your Bible. It's there. There's more for you, precious saints. Let me tell you what I see, and I'm going to close. I thank God for Brother Josh and to Gabby, and he's more like-minded than me, than you can imagine. He inspires me. We get together. Me, me and Brother David and Brother Josh, Cody and Jody and Brother David, we just feed off each other. Well, I'd like to be on one of those meetings. Well, if you're not on my level, I'm going to hurt your feelings. I'm not being rude. I'm not being crude. I'm just saying, listen, I'm not being that way. I'm just not staying. And I'm going to tell you something. You ain't going to like this, but I don't care. I said it, and I got to repent of it. Oh, this year we're going to have an old-fashioned Sunday. No, we're not. I'm not going back 40 years. Not doing it. Well, let's go back where they used to drive. Well, if you want to go all the way back, let's go back to Pentecost and all the men come here wearing robes and sandals. You know, your problem is you want to go back with memory of what made you feel good. Why don't you make memories now that make you feel good? You make memories now that make you feel good. I'm telling you now, I rebuke the devil many days in some of your lives. You hear me. Afflictions where you're at don't determine you coming out. And some of you may feel like you're at rock bottom in poverty. Can I tell you something? As my mom always said, God owns the hills and the cattle on those hills. And if God wants you to have a calf, he'll cash one in for you. It's coming, brother. You hear me now? It's coming. It's coming. Some of you got some blessings coming you can't imagine. You got some breakthroughs coming you can't imagine. So anybody ready to come out of the cave? Anybody ready for a change? Anybody ready for you new? If you all stand, if you're ready, come out, come out, come out, come out, come out, come out. Somebody shout, this is my year. Says left up to me. It's me. It's me, Ernest T. It's me, oh me, oh me, Ernest T. Someone don't know what I'm talking about. How many's heard from the Lord? Hey, hey, hey. It's you. Hands lifted one more time. Hold a minute. For spiritual life coaches, all leadership's going to be in it, whether you're going to. For all the saints of God, I'm not going to choose today, but I'm going to tell you it's coming. You say, Pastor, that would help my life. Lift your hands. Awesome. 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 What, what if you had somebody, and I like what Brother Josh said, and it's so true. Listen to me. I know many of you, when I, when I call you, call me, and you, you don't ever bother me. You're phenomenal people. I, I don't have a church that nags me and calls, oh, Pastor, this problem. You don't do that. 
what bothers me sometimes when somebody, Pastor, I don't talk to you. I, I say, whoa, 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 wait a minute. I got time to listen to you. I'm your shepherd. You call me and talk to me. You need to see me, pray. I'll I, I, I listen. You know, I'm busy. And somebody called me and said, I know you. I, I don't sit still, folks. I don't sit at home or in my office and play Nintendo games. I, I know a pastor, his wife got him a Nintendo game. And, and, and uh, oh, that's what he plays. I said, I don't have time to play that. And if I do have something enjoyment, I'm going to do something manly. I'm going to go hunting, fishing, and ride horses. But some people, uh, some people play games. Some people, I know a man that, 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 that likes what he called artist. That's all he does. And me and him talk till the day. I said, my grandson and my son-in-law, I couldn't sit down with them because they'd beat the fire out of me in the game. I said, they're genius in that. My, my grandson can outplay me on them game. I can't even get to the first phase. I said, you enjoy what you're doing. Enjoy life. But don't let it de- determine where you go. Anna Lee can beat me. Hannah can't. Hannah can't do that. She talks. She talks like me. Use words like me. Boy, she's a she's a thorn in my flesh, y'all. I love her. But here today, Brother Eddie, if you felt like you heard from the Lord in the Holy Ghost. If God's talked to you, saints, if God's spoken to you, if you're ready to really to come out, won't you step forward and come stand before God? Everybody's welcome. Everybody in the house is welcome. Come with us. Come and stand. Hallelujah, Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And as you come, I want you to, whatever you want to do, bow your head, close your eyes, lift your hands. And don't you tell God today, I'm coming out. And I know I've got to clean it. I know it's going to be a dog fight. I know it's going to be work. But I'm not going to let this affliction, the circumstances, battle, this problem hold me. We pray today that this word has blessed you, ministered to the needs of your life. Until next time, God bless you.